to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, grown independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Let's discuss body. Firstly, there is a trigger warning associated with this. So I have never suffered from body dysmorphia or an eating disorder of any kind. And this episode won't be coming from such an angle for that reason. However, if you do suffer from these or have any concerns about your mental health when it comes to your body, please don't feel ashamed to seek help, whatever help you need, well beyond this podcast. I'm well aware that it takes a whole lot more than one podcast episode to repair the relationships we all have with our bodies, but I do hope that wherever you are in your journey, there is something helpful that you can take away today. What I can confirm is that I am familiar with the feeling when you look in the mirror and hate what you see, and the feeling when you look at a photo of yourself and wish you'd never been in front of a camera. I know how it feels when you get bullied in school because you're bigger than everyone else, and I know what it's like to download Facetune because I've done it. I say these things because I need you to know that this is a safe space, and for many I know, if you follow me, or anyone else for that matter, on Instagram, It is very easy to look at the perfectly curated photos of confident women who appear comfortable in their bodies and wonder why yours doesn't look the same way. Yours doesn't look that way because those pictures, for the most part, aren't real. Don't get me wrong, I still shiver when I see certain photos of me because there are parts of my body that I'm still learning to love. But what I have learned to do is look beyond that and realize, okay, I don't like the way that my boobs make me look larger than I am, but also I have been feeling really confident in my body lately and comfortable in my body lately. And I've been getting stronger and working harder at the gym and I can't expect anything more of myself. What I will say is that normally I plan out these podcast episodes. I planned this episode a few weeks ago, but I want to share something that happened to me yesterday, which is obviously not part of the plan, wasn't part of the initial plan, but I feel is totally relevant to share. 
So yesterday I stood on the scales and I'm the heaviest that I've ever been. If you're looking at my BMI, I am obese and I'm 5'6". So I probably weigh, I don't know, because I haven't looked into it, at least 20 kgs more than I should in order to be healthy. And let me be clear, this is the BMI definition of healthy, and often BMI isn't necessarily a good unit of measurement for particular people, depending on their body composition. And I tell people this, and they say, oh, but you don't look it, so it's okay, or, um, you know, it's just your boobs, or it's because you're so muscly. And I spoke to the doctor about it, and even she said, you're just athletic. But no matter what, when I saw that number on the scales, even though I tell myself all the time, and I have, you know... Even though I have these conversations in my head with myself, with my friends, with everyone around me, and I try to absorb as much positive content as I can when it comes to body and confidence and all of that sort of stuff, it still jarred me. And I'm confident. You know, I love myself. I've got no issue with the way that I look whatsoever. But it still jarred me because we are a part of a system and a society that has enforced a whole bunch of ideas and values on all of us. And it's hard to break free of that. It's hard for all of us to break free of that. And that is an ongoing challenge that we will face for the rest of our lives. I don't want to get too deep into it, but we are all well aware of the way that society has consistently pressured women to look a specific type of way aka perfect it's not just about looks but also women are traditionally expected to behave a certain type of way to be sexy but not too sexy to be smart but not too smart to bear children or to want children these days there's not only an expectation to bear children or to want children or to have children but now women are also then expected to return to full-time work, but somehow remain the primary carer for the children full-time as well. Like, I know this isn't the case for everyone, but this is the expectation. And I know we're all like, yay, now we've normalized women working or mothers working more specifically, but we haven't actually changed the expectation. And I'm talking about society's expectation that a mother will be available to her children or to her child 24-7 all the time, regardless of whether she's working or not, and the same expectation does not exist for a father. There are a number of expectations which have been imposed on women for centuries, and that has been a reflection of the values of the society within which we live, which is, of course, patriarchal. Things are changing, and that's awesome, and the inclusion of diverse bodies in mainstream media has been really encouraging to see. I remember when I was growing up in the early 2000s, my favorite show on a Friday night without fail was America's Next Top Model with Tyra Banks. Now we know how problematic that show was, but I'm now 25 and I know a lot of the media that I consumed in my childhood has totally affected the relationship that I have with my body. There is a lot to unlearn and there is a long way to go. I enjoy working out. I've done so for years. This was a natural progression for me once my high school rowing days ended. And for anyone who did rowing or any other super intense high school sport, you know that it was a lifestyle. Um, So when I stopped that, I started training at the gym. For years, I did this purely for aesthetic reasons. I admit it was a good stress reliever, particularly when I was studying at university, But I trained only to maintain my body and to avoid gaining weight because everything I did was for 
aesthetic purposes only. And in hindsight, it was tiring. I couldn't keep up with myself. That wasn't because I was working hard, but because I used to use so much energy being concerned about how I looked all the time. None of it was for me. It was all about perception and how I looked to everyone else. I didn't love my body for the right reasons. I loved the attention that it gave me. And I would flaunt it. And this is a real conflict that I had and I still have. I would flaunt it. And I'd tell everyone I'm doing this because I'm confident and I want to inspire other women to feel the same way and they should get their body out if that's what they want to do. I believe that. I absolutely believe that. However, it was a lie for me to say that that's why I was doing what I was doing. It was part of the reason, but the main reason was because my body looked a certain type of way and I liked the attention that it was drawing to me. That's shifted a lot now. And I'm really proud of that because growth. What's more important to me now is that I'm just living out those values because I totally believe that women should wear whatever they want. Why is it that men don't have to wear anything over their nipples, but when it comes to women's nipples, it's a problem. I like if I had my way, we would be able to go out into the streets naked, do whatever we want and not be at risk of being like attacked or arrested. Anyway, I digress. I've got friends who have gone on all kinds of diets, juice cleansers, prescription medication, had surgery, starved themselves. And I'm, I'm part of that. I freely admit that I've tried a number of different avenues to alter the way that my body looks and my weight. And if I denied that, I would be lying. But for many of us, if not all of us, we often do these things with a goal in mind. And usually it's a number on the scale. The ones who have reached that goal, maintain that goal and stayed content doing it are the ones who were primarily motivated by something outside of the way their body looked. It's the ones who want to live a healthier lifestyle or feel comfortable in their bodies or be able to run around with their children or be able to have children. Any changes to their physical appearance becomes a byproduct of what they're actually trying to achieve. And in my opinion, I think it's the best attitude to have when it comes to our bodies. I'm not saying there's one right or wrong way of trying to achieve any goal related to your body, but I do believe that our bodies deserve compassion and love all the time. If we focus less on looking perfect for everyone or fitting everyone's standards and more on how we feel within ourselves and having our bodies be a reflection of that, I think that we would be showing our bodies the love and care that they deserve. Another point I want to quickly touch on is eating. I know it's a trend to drop calories, calorie intake significantly. Our bodies need to be fed to function. I'm so over everyone feeling bad for eating cake. If you want to eat cake, eat cake. I love cake way too much. Cake and chocolate are my vices. If you know me, you know. I admit that, but I don't have a problem with it and I'm not going to deprive myself of things that I enjoy. The only time that it becomes an issue is when all you eat is cake and subsequently deprive your body of the actual nutritious food that it needs to function. It's about balance. It is healthy, it's normal to eat, and eat well. There's no need to deprive ourselves. And there's also nothing wrong with adapting your eating and adopting a lifestyle change if what you're doing isn't working for you. But make sure you eat. I'm done with villainizing food. Food is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. 
And as it should be, it sustains my body and I'm grateful for that. We are human. Our bodies will inevitably change in all kinds of ways throughout our lives, depending on all kinds of factors. We would be crazy to expect them to look the same. And I know I don't look the way that I did when I was 18 and I probably never will. And I'm okay with that. We all need to be okay with that. What we need to do is focus on how to be more accepting of that and how we can find some peace within ourselves and coming to that acceptance. It's in that acceptance that I've been able to start building true confidence in myself and in my body, not just when it looks a specific type of way, but in all of its phases. I do know how hard it is, though, to navigate through this acceptance, particularly when you've got people making comments to you about how you look, especially when they're people that you care about. But try to keep revisiting how you feel. Once I shifted my focus to prioritize how I feel in my body, it became easier for me to accept and love my body as long as I'm feeling good in it. But feeling good in it is something which I am responsible for. So it's it's a constant piece of work and you just need to keep working through it, probably for the rest of our lives. The only way to be truly confident with and in your body is to genuinely feel confident with and in your body. I'm not talking about being confident enough to post pictures or confident enough to write a big long caption about it. Those things are awesome if you feel good doing it. Don't get me wrong, but to be truly confident, you need to feel it in your bones. You need to feel it for you when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and looking at your pictures. It's beyond what you do to prove your confidence to the rest of the world. How do you feel when it's just you and your body? That's the question you need to ask yourself. In fact, you should also ask yourself, do I show my body the same love now as I did when I looked my best? Or if you look your best now, whatever that is for you, did you love your body before the way you do now? There's no right or wrong answer, but it's good to start asking yourself these questions because in doing so, you will create some awareness around if, how, when, and why you value your body differently at different times in your life. There comes some autonomy and personal responsibility when it comes to feeling good within ourselves and inside our bodies. A lot of this works hand in hand with our own self-discipline and the need for instant gratification. For me, I know there are certain things that I do that make me feel good inside my body and likewise some things that make me feel terrible. I feel really good when I move my body and I feel terrible if I don't for a long period of time. I feel good when I eat the right amount of food for what I need. I feel terrible when my eyes get too big, which is something that happens too often, and my mouth turns into a vacuum cleaner and I eat everything in view. I feel good when I eat nutrient-dense food and I feel terrible, eventually, when I eat a whole block of chocolate in 30 minutes. Something that helps is to become aware of what makes you feel good and what makes you feel terrible. You don't need to be hard on yourself or restrict yourself from going anywhere near what makes you feel terrible because sometimes life be that way and you just need some choggy and that's okay. As I say, I don't believe in depriving yourself. However, when you are weighing up your options, it is good to bring yourself back to, okay, what can I do that will make me feel good? Or if I do this, I know it won't make me feel good. Is that something that I can handle right now? Or is that worth it for me? 
We all have so much more to offer than our bodies, despite what the world has us believing otherwise. When you really simplify it, why would you be more concerned about everyone else's perception of your body, whether they like it or not, when you are literally the only person that has to live in it? What's that about? Seriously, it's time we stop thinking of our body as being primarily important for aesthetics and realize that our bodies are with us for our entire lives and beyond death. For real, my body is going to be in the ground well after my soul has gone wherever it needs to go. We need to switch that mindset and think of our bodies as the actual temple of our souls. Our bodies are just the vessel within which our soul and our spirit exist. And on that basis, we need to stop relying on our bodies to determine our value. It's who we are, what we stand for, the way we treat people. Those are so much more important when it comes to defining our worth. I've touched on this before, but sometimes we need to sit back and think about how unreal it is that humans have developed to this level that we have these amazing bodies that function the way they do and allow us to live our lives as we do and brains that support our bodily functions. Everything we need to survive is within us and we still get upset when we don't think we look cute. We've all been through some shit in our lives and our bodies have been with us the whole way so it's time we start loving them accordingly. On that note, I will love you and leave you. I hope you have an awesome day. Give yourself a cuddle and please do something today that makes you happy.